This is episode 81 for January 10th, 2017. Brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be covering Style 28A, Brett Beer. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back to another episode of Brew Styles. Tuesday. Uh, did yes. that what I said? What? what? Yeah, he blew right through it. He just said the date, not Tuesday. Oh, my bad. Yeah, so, on Tuesday. In case you don't know. Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. January 10th. Tuesday. 2017. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year. That's the voice of Travis Pollan. Which is our second episode of the New Year, so Happy New Year last week. Yes. Again, if you've been hungover this whole time and you're just now getting back to things, then Happy New Year. Like we are. Yeah. Actually, I didn't drink that much. I had a beer. Literally, a beer. I, I, had, had I, made, I made micheladas with shots, like spiked with shots. Interesting. So, oh. It was fun. Hmm. And that's Eddie. Hi. Hi. How Hola. are you? ¿Cómo está? Bien. Good. Actually, none of us are hungover. No, I feel great. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> First time in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. How about that? I was hammered last year in Mexico. That's right. Yeah. In Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of tequila. Oh, yeah. I was drunk. But, yeah. Anyways. Travis, how are you? I feel great. Excited to be alive in 2017. Uh, As far as I know, no celebrities have died yet. So, we're on a roll. True. That's cool. And I also discovered that I have a holiday coming up from uh, my district tomorrow. So, I'm not teaching. And, you know what? On the bright side with that, too, MLK Day is coming up, too, on the 16th. And we'll have that off. See, so I thought I may uh, I may turn tomorrow into a brew day then, since it's unexpected. I still need to brew Fratto's wedding beer, mm. and it's coming up later this month. That's cool. So I might just kind of knock that out and let it sit for a minute. Yeah, I out. need to brew that too. I brewed mine already. Of course, mine's a an apricot wheat ale, so it'll it can ferment in two weeks. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I'll just I'll pitch in all the all the apricot stuff the day of. Don't let it referment. I'll, it'll just be fresh apricot flavor. It's cool. Because, I mean, we'll kill the keg that night, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. With that group at a wedding. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to put my, uh, my uh, wow, in my Imperial Blonde in secondary on Tuesday. <coughs> Let it sit. Sweet. It's because it's got that agave nectar and paradise seeds in it. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this reminds me of the agave nectar. Yeah. You Crit- should cold crash that if you can before you transfer it. I could probably make room in... 
my calculator. I think that would make a difference. Does it matter what temperature? As cold as you can get it. Okay. It's at like 36 right now. So I may or may um, have not put the beer in the freezer. To <laughs> Chris, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Did anyone do anything uh, interesting with beer this week? Mm. No. 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 <laughs> That's why I said I was going to brew tomorrow because I didn't brew since last episode. Mm. That's all I got. I'm sorry. It's yeah. all good. <sighs> it's all good. Yeah. Well, one day, every day will be a brew day. Yeah, I'm retired. And you have uh, the space for all that. Yeah. Beer. Like a wort. Build a keezer and just have a dedicated house for brewing stuff. <laughs> I wonder if I'd be able to do that. I'm on my way there. On the road. Because when I'm old, I plan on selling everything, buying a big RV, and just driving everywhere. So I wonder if I can have enough space to have like my own. Well, if I get the the grandfather, then I probably could. There you go. You could turn one of the luggage bays underneath into a refrigerated area and just like stack kegs. And then just drill a few holes in the side to run some draft lines. Oh yeah! So you got like the door. yeah, you boom. Pull up just to whatever RV park and then meet new friends because hey, you got draft lines. Mm-hmm. On they the even outside. make they even make little locks you can put on your oh, nice. on your taps, so like they won't fly open while you're going down the road right. or free beer for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. So you can lock it up at night so people don't come over while you're sleeping. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> blow my kegs uh-huh well thanks to all of our listeners for listening uh if you have not subscribed that's what she yet, said uh <laughs> a little delayed yeah yeah if you haven't des- if you haven't subscribed yet i was about to say described uh be sure to click that subscribe button and uh, check out our website and all of our social media sites our website yeah, yeah website it, check us, out our website <laughs> give us uh something to talk about yeah comment leave some comments let us know how we're doing. A review, a five star rating. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Just make sure it's five stars. <laughs> yeah, we got to go to the top with our tens of listeners. <laughs> so, uh, so what are we drinking right now, Sawyer? Uh, right now, we are drinking uh, champagne. Champagne. Yeah, champagne. No, we're drinking Cook's California Champagne. Oh, Brut. 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 Brute. Brute. Brute Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically you can't call it a champagne because it's not produced in the Champagne region of France, but blah, it is blah, in blah. the Champagne style. Yeah. And, you know, all four of us have reasons to celebrate either from last year or this upcoming year. So yeah. figure we'll change it up a little bit, even though we're a beer podcast. Uh, we should branch out from time to time. Shall we talk about this non-champagne? It's yellow. It's in a green <laughs> bottle. Very clear, straw color. It had crazy carbonation at the start, but now I don't yeah, have a whole lot of bubbles. Kind of went everywhere. I don't know if I'd call it legs, but it coats the glass pretty well. Mm-hmm. Still some tiny bubbles in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dry aroma. These are fancy glasses. These are my, my port wine glasses. Oh. Yeah, the, this would be... that You've got uh, different certifications for wine tasters mm-hmm. too, right? A certified Cicerone. Right. For wine. And, and they've got their own descriptions for yeah. all of that. Yeah. A sommelier. Oh, what's a Cicerone then? I think Cicerone is both wine and beer. Okay. 
and a sommelier is like just the guy at the restaurant that Somalia? knows everything. <laughs> 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 oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it smells like sweet or green apple. It tastes mm-hmm. kind of like green apple. I can see that. Yeah. It's probably made. It's almost the, like a cider. Those white grapes. Yeah. On the bottle, it does say medium dry and toasty. I don't know if I get toasty out of it. Yeah, maybe their toasty is a little different than our toasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, 11.5%. <laughs> Slight bitterness in the finish. Mm-hmm. Secondary fermentation before bottling. 11.5%. Anybody get any heat? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's normal. It possesses a crisp, fruity aroma with notes of fresh apple and pear. Oh, there you go. Cook's tradition of exceptional sparkling wines began in 1859. Our dedicated winemakers have carried on Cook's tr- tradition of quality ever since. Chill well before opening. Well, let's get fruity. Government warning. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't drink a lot of champagne, so I have nothing really to compare it to. But Yeah, me neither. I'm Apparently, I'm a really mean champagne drunk. Really? Yeah. Should have brought you to Mexico last year. Did you uh, did you drink some champagne recently? I, uh, well, this was about a year ago. Uh-huh. But I drank, we bought six bottles of champagne. I'm pretty sure I drank two of them. Oh, Holy my crap. God. How are you here? That, that was like a year ago. Not last year, as in. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, well, I, how are you not How are you not dead? I, I'm okay. pretty eddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, apparently, I was really mean, according to my uh, fufu. So. Wow. Yeah, it's the only time I mean though. <laughs> when you drink champagne, when I drink when I get drunk on champagne. <laughs> All right, so uh, fast forwarded to about twenty minutes from now, and uh, you'll get to see Mean Eddie drunk. <laughs> so we're talking about what today? Brett beer. Brett beer. Brettanomyces. 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 Yes, all of those things. Yeah. Uh, so what is Brettanomyces? You don't Beer. mind me asking. <laughs> well, to answer your question, Eddie, uh-huh. <laughs> Brett Brettanomyces is another uh, yeast strain that uh, is used for souring or funk. You get a lot of funk, funky notes out of Brett. Then uh, that would be the difference to, between Brett and Lactobacillus. Right. Brettanomyces is funkier, not as tart, sour like. Um, Lactobacillus. Okay. And it is an important distinction to make that Brettanomyces is a yeast, not a bacteria. Right. Oh. Yeah. Lactobacillus is a bacteria. Right. Lacto's that, that thing you have. Well, I have lactic acid. That's like lactic a quick, acid. cheap, okay. right. not very complex way to sour something. Okay. I, I have a thing. question before you read a single word of that. Okay. Is this going to be variable by base style? Um, I believe it could be. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <clears throat> So overall impression, most often drier and fruitier than the base style suggests. Funky notes range from low to high depending on the age of the beer and strains of Brett used. Funkiness is generally restrained in younger 100% Brett examples, but tends to increase with age. May possess a light acidity, although this does not come from Brett. Oh. Hmm. Aroma. Variable by base style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young Brett fermented beers will possess more fruity notes like tropical fruit, stone fruit, or citrus. Young, young beer. beer. <laughs> young Brett. 
but this is variable by the strains of Brett used. For 100% Brett beers heavily hopped with American hop varieties, the fermentation-derived flavors are often difficult to tease from the hop aromatics. Hmm. Did they meant to say tease? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Older 100% Brett beers may start to develop a little funk, like barnyard, wet hay, or slightly earthy or smoky notes, but this character should not dominate. Brass monkey. That was a little funk. (laughs) Truth. If the beer is fermented with a brewer's yeast, in addition to Brett... (laughs) Some of the character of the primary yeast may remain. A faint sourness is acceptable, but should not be a prominent character. Appearance. Variable by base style. Yes. Clarity can be variable (laughs) and depends on the base style ingredients used. Some haze is not necessarily a fault. Flavor. Variable by base style. Yay. Brett character may range from minimal to aggressive can be quite fruity, tropical fruit, berry, stone fruit, citrus, or have some smoky, earthy, or barnyard character. Should not be unpleasantly funky, such as Band-Aid, fetid, nail polish remover, cheese, etc. Light sourness is acceptable. Ah! Nail polish remover cheese? <laughs> nail polish remover, comma, cheese. Oh, okay. I like cows. <clears throat> light sourness is acceptable with the beer being lightly tart, but should not be truly sour. Always fruitier when young, gaining more funk with age. <laughs> that could be said about a lot of things. <laughs> May not be acidic or lactic. Malt flavors are often less pronounced than in the base style, leaving a beer most often dry and crisp due to high attenuation by the Brett. Yeah, so Brett's going to eat a lot more than your regular brewer's yeast is. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to like this one. It actually doesn't sound awesome. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. Mouth feel. <laughs> Variable by base style. Hey. A Generally a light body, lighter than what might be expected from the base style, but not an overly thin body is a fault. So like I said, the the Brett will usually eat more of the sugars than your, your normal brewer's yeast. So sugars. it's going to be drier. Sugars. Generally moderate to high carbonation. Head retention is variable. By base style. Comments. The base style describes most of the character of these beers, but the addition of Brett ensures a drier, thinner, and funkier product. Younger versions are brighter and fruitier, while older ones possess more depth of funk and may lose more of the base style character. Wood-aged versions should be entered in the wild specialty beer style. The Brett character should always meld with the style. These beers should never be a Brett bomb. I remember the first time I had a sake bomb. No, Brett bomb. Oh, sorry. sorry. Note that Brett does not produce lactic acid. Hmm. Characteristic ingredients. Virtually any style of beer fermented in any manner, then finished with one or more strains of Brett. Alternatively, a beer made with Brett as the sole fermentation strain. So you can do mixed or, or just Brett. Style comparison. Compared to the same beer style without Brett, a Brett beer will be drier, more highly attenuated, fruitier, lighter in body, and slightly funkier as it ages. Less sourness and depth than Belgian wild ales. See, I'm, and that's what I'm afraid of that in between because it seems like it's not candy sour, mm-hmm. but it's not normal. I <laughs> I like either one or the other. <laughs> but we'll, uh, yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> commercial examples. Oh, sorry. Vital statistics. Variable by base style. That's all it says. <laughs> wow. It's from... Commercial examples. Boulevard Saison Brett. Hill Farmstead Arthur. Logsdon Saison Bretta. Russian River Sanctification. The Brewery Saison Rue. And Victory Helios. Okay. I'm not sure if we have any of those today. I don't think we do. No. But Since it's that's variable okay. by base style. We, had, we didn't have too much to choose from, but we didn't have those. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Cool, cool. You know, I I think that this is definitely, out of all the beer styles, this is probably the hippest because it has <laughs> funk and soul fermentation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you can... <laughs> When you control your own laughs, it's not as funny. <laughs> I thought about laughing, but then you did it for me. Yeah. So it's just like, eh. And for me. I just sighed. <sighs> <laughs> oh, my God. How many laughs do you have of me now? A lot. 32. Like Let me count page. the ways. <laughs> One. <laughs> Two. <laughs> That's Fratto. That's Fratto. <laughs> Three. Cell. <laughs> There's another game. Six warning throws. <laughs> that the group we just did. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, is that one? Five. That's a classic. <laughs> there one. That one. <laughs> so, ten total laughs altogether. Most of them belonging to you. Cheers to that, my friends. <laughs> oh, I do have one from uh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I must have been drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a little bit of history to this. But uh, I wanted to pair that also with talking a little bit more about what Brettanomyces is, because um, it's not just one strain. There's a lot that goes into it. In the guidelines, the history says, modern American craft beer interpretations of Belgian wild ales or experimentations inspired by Belgian wild ales or historical English beers with Brett. 100% Brett beers gained popularity after... <laughs> Port Brewing Mo Betta Breda was one of the first celebrated examples. <laughs> so, I mean, Brett has been around since the beginning of time. It's been used in beers all the time, you know, talking about unblended lambics in the historical Belgian style. So, it's been a part of brewing for as long as beers has existed. We just haven't known about it until, you know, Louis Pasteur figured out about yeast and bacteria and the role it played in beer back in the 1800s. And then uh, most recently, and like I said, after the year 2000, then brewers have really kind of gravitated towards it and have uh, identified specific strains to produce uh, really specific flavors. So could Brett be considered one of the wild fermentation yeasts? Absolutely. Yeah, it actually follows under the uh, category 28 American Wild Ale. So, uh, the what else can you use Brettanomyces for? Like, is there anything else you can use it for instead of beer? 
wine also. It's very prominent okay. in wine. But mm. um, just like in beer, if it's used in the wrong way, it can easily oh, create yeah. off flavors. And Now, interestingly enough, there's also some crossover uh, between brewer's yeast and bread maker's yeast. Right. I've heard yeah, of people using uh, bread yeast in ciders. Um, so I wonder if you could also use Brett to make bread, I was like a, a sourdough thing. or something. I, I don't, yeah. I've never made bread, so I can't speak to that, but it's an interesting idea anyway. I mean, try. Yeah, uh, Brett, Brettonomyces is a naturally occurring yeast on the skins of fruit. So a lot of times if somebody is brewing a beer with fruit and they just kind of toss it in there, and don't really worry about sanitation, then you're going to get a natural Brett re-fermentation because of that. Um, a lot of times that's a celebrated style or something that people are looking for, but oftentimes not. Mm. So uh, Brettonomyces is translated to British fungus or British yeast. So it, uh, it means in Greek, translated literally. And for a huge portion of history and for most styles of traditionally brewed beers, Brettonomyces, or Brett for short, was an unwanted, nasty, and wild yeast that infected your beer, ruined your wine, and rotted your fruit because it lives happily on the skins of most fruit. Hmm. But today, bread is a popular yeast used by breweries all around the world. Breweries. And there's a lot of U.S. craft breweries that are now solely dedicated to bread-based fermentation, which is pretty neat. So that means that they don't use any traditional Saccharomyces or uh, ale or lager yeast either. So that's kind of a neat neat change. Yeah. Now, there are different strains of Brettanomyces. So when you say that, there can be different subcategories. Okay. Because that's the, uh, the genus, and this is a yeast, not a bacteria. So, for example, we have Brettanomyces bruxellensis, which is better yes. known as Brett B., Generally responsible for the most famous Brett flavors and aromas like horse blanket, rotting cheese, wet dog, and all manner of crazy funky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking like barnyard and horse blanket, that's going to be Brett B. Okay. You have uh, Brett C, which is Brettanomyces clossini. And I actually brought a... We have a beer from them. Somebody got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. And this one is described as fruitier, brighter flavors with a hint of funk, less intense. It's like smelling an old basement full of really fresh peaches. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So that's a <laughs> totally different from the rotting cheese wet dog from Brett B, yeah. yet they're still in the same parent category. Did any of us bring Brett B? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Because yeah. I think, yeah, that's, a, that was that, the, that's, that's usually the more... Prominent one, the more right? Prom- yeah. yeah, more famous one. Yeah. We have our Brettanomyces Duray, which is Brett D. Big aroma, tingly nose, less funk. And then Brettanomyces Lambicus, which this can be a ton of flavors given the right conditions, usually strong and musty, funky, bright, spicy, you pick, and the list goes on from there. Hmm. So uh, just by having a category of Brett beer, Obviously, it's variable by base style, but it's also variable by what Brett strains. strains. Yeah. Okay. So we might encounter some very different things today. In fact, I hope we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the the game was we need to see if we can pick out the yeast strain. All right. Well, thanks for that, Travis. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No. Let's get to drinking.
Let's do it. Well, I'm glad you asked. What? I, huh? We just came back from the music. Yeah, Sawyer. I didn't say that. <sighs> well, actually, you did. Well, uh, yeah, but that was played out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we are going to start with a a Brett beer that comes from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind... You don't know the words? I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> then why'd you start singing it? I knew the first word. Oh. Oklahoma. <laughs> um, I think Sawyer said it comes from Tulsa? Tulsa. Yeah. Prairie Artisan Ales. I've done been there. And we have featured one of their beers before in our podcast, but See? Um, they are a very good brewery, so they deserve another feature. So we're going to start with them today. This one is called their... Prairie-vous, Francois? A farmhouse ale conditioned with Bretonomyces bruxellensis. Oh, so it's Brett V. Yeah. I thought we were going to guess. No, it says it on the label. I know, so. but never mind. <laughs> and then when we drink the beer later that's called Brett C, that's the title, then I think we know what that is. Oh. Anyways, this is a 3.9% beer. Saison based style. So it should be... Um, Fairly refreshing. Why is it so low. Well, traditionally, Saison was an easy drinking. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then the Brett's supposed to finish it out even more. So it probably start off as even a lower beer. And then. Mm. There hmm. we go. Third. On the label, it says Prairie vous Francois is a celebration of simple elegance. This farmhouse ale is brewed to be refreshing. We use barley, oats, and wheat to build a foundation for Saz Hops and Bretonomyces Bruxellinus to play. You'll find this beer to be slightly tart and a touch hoppy. Prairie Francois is one of our many farmhouse beers we hope you'll love as much as we do. Boom. Sweet. How many times are you going to say the name of the beer? Prairie Francois. <laughs> That's a new drop. It is. <laughs> Uh, I have a feeling that me and Travis's are going to be different than, uh, well, maybe Eddie's, but Mine's definitely from Sawyer's. Similar. Super Look at Sawyer's. <laughs> this looks like I can at least see the yeah. bubbles. Applesauce. My first what? pour was pretty. Well, I wouldn't say clear, but it was like hazy. Okay. And then we passed the bottle around, and I poured the last bit of it too, which was all the leavings at the bottom. So now mine is fairly murky. Mine is extremely murky. Like yeah. opaque, but it is a like a light yellow color with uh, lots of white bubbles, small white bubbles. Mm-hmm. Got some sediment in the bottom of the glass. It looks almost like a hefeweizen. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't tell if, if I'm getting citrus uh, from the aroma or something else. I, I get think. sour in the aroma. I I get citrus first. Then some funk, and then a little bit of sour on the end. Yeah. Would you say sour or tart? Well, tart. Yeah. Not yeah. sour. Because when tart. I think sour, that's more of a an oppressive connotation. Okay. And this one, yeah, you can smell there's a little bit of, of something there that might get you in the corner of the cheeks, but it's not going to be like a lacto-sour. I think it's like a, a citrus tart. Okay. Okay, yeah. Because you're already smelling citrus. And then the tart just kind of is a nice, um, so what I'm looking for, compliment of okay. the citrus. Yeah. Okay. I'm not really getting sourness, but tart for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
a little bit of funk for sure what but it's kind not, of funk well not like the uh rotting cheese or wet dog <laughs> no but maybe like um like wood that's been left out in the forest and it's starting to uh, mold degrade and mold <laughs> so like soggy wood so this is like moldy oranges that doesn't sound too good that's what it smells like though mm. old oranges mm. i'm not saying it's a bad thing i think it smells pretty good mm. it's really thin bodied <laughs> oh yeah it's like water yeah, it doesn't. It, there's no funk taste to it, in my Even opinion. The, well, there's a little bit on the finish. No, I don't get any at all. Some, um, not like a, a citrus or a sour tartness, but like a, um, I hate to say moldy tartness, but it, it is a funky, there is a funky flavor in there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Faint cheese. Cheese? Very faint. I was going to say more like horse barn. Yeah. Horse too. barn. Yeah. Like a, a barn kind of. Which is acceptable. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not sure what a horse barn tastes like. It's dirty like, water. Like straw. That's what this is. Good. Good. Dirty water. Huh? There's another good, drop. <laughs> good. Dirty water. <laughs> it's, it is very thin and light. Uh, very watery. Yeah. Comma like dairy. it's like somebody took one of, you know, a normal beer and then just cut it with water. And then recarbonated it. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't horrible. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it kind of leaves me wanting a little more from the flavor. Yeah. I like the flavor. I wish it was more intense. Right, right. It's really thin. Yeah, super Mm -hmm. thin. Yet also refreshing at the same time, which is what they were going for. Being a 3.9% beer, this is just a small... Table beer. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of being a table beer, what food would you pair this with? Mm, maybe a cheeseburger. Some tequila. With, with fries. That's <laughs> food. Food. He's Eddie. Mexican. Tequila is a food. Okay. Yeah. It's part of my... It's his own where, food where group. Where does that fall in the triangle of food groups? The, the bottom. Top. The top? The smallest part? The food pyramid? <laughs> Never mind. I, uh, yeah, I guess I built That's what she said. Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom. This would go great with like a, a bread and cheese tray. Just kind of as a, a starter appetizer. Yeah, or a, a lightly grilled chicken. They should serve this at La Madeline. <laughs> the more I drink it, the more I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'd definitely drink this. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I'll probably get it again when I go there in a couple weeks. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I, I agree. I'd drink this again. On Untapped, I think I gave it like a... Th- 3.5 or 3.75 not because it's bad just because it's just kind of there okay. um, but yeah. the flavor is good i like it yeah i'd probably give it a 375 as well on untapped uh Bless you. as far as poundability five poundability rating eight ten <coughs> oh god <laughs> oh, Eddie. oh no Go down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Excuse me. I give it a ten. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. there's not very many beers I've given tens for poundability. Yeah, this is really easy to pound. Yeah. But you give tens like, like everything. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say nine. Easy to pound. Nine for me. <clears throat> What's keeping you away from a ten, there, Travis? 
just a little <laughs> bit of like the odd uh, funkiness that's there. Okay. But it's like a, a lemonade <laughs> to no. me. It's real easy to drink. It doesn't have like the the harsh citric acid that lemonade does. Right, so it's easier to drink than lemonade. Uh, but it has some other flavors that are not <laughs> citric acid. Or lactic acid. So I'll put it in nine. That's good. I like that one. I just got a potato chip. What? You no. Did. I didn't say that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he was, what do you think this is a podcast? Play it out of context. I don't know. Jeez. What do you think this is? <laughs> I won't talk again. Better not. All right, what's next? Oh, man. So, I'm glad you asked. You're welcome. Uh, we've got another prey artisan ale, also from Oklahoma, right? Because it's mm-hmm. the same company. And this is nice and cold. Uh, this is Brett C. It's a farmhouse ale brewed with a with Cascade and Citra hops and a touch of sea salt. That sounds really good. Uh, it's conditioned with Brettanomyces clausini. Salt in the in the front, chocolate in the back. Uh, okay. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a, a nice label, a uh, bunch of weird characters, just like everything else Prairie Artisan does. Um, it's a smaller bottle, and it is 8.1%, so twice as much almost as the Almost three months, three times. Yeah. So this is – this poured out – clear when i poured my first part out and then i decided to pour the bottom bottom glass in it. bottom it's very cloudy now yeah uh, very yeah, murky brett c brettanomyces Clausini. this is the one that's described as fruity brighter flavors with a hint of funk less intense it's like smelling an old basement full of really fresh peaches okay so the uh i think uh the reason this one might smell a little fruitier more citrusy it's gonna be because of the hops because I kind of get some some hot hoppiness in the aroma. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine's very murky, like an orangish. Still looks like I have a bison. Word. Mine's cloudy. <clears throat> Tiny White bubbles. bubbles. Yep. Yellowish orange. Still getting a lot of citrus, maybe more lemon grass in this one. Okay. Okay. Then, then the last one. Yeah. I do get some like animal notes though. Really? Yeah. Like I don't want to say manure because that's I that's going too far. I don't get anything close but to that. No, I'm I'm getting like animal coat. Oh, and there's your cat. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast cat. Yeah, it smells good. Yeah, there's getting, still some I'm getting some funk. Yeah, the the, the, the two are very similar. I don't know if it's because it's the same brewery. You know, the the flavor isn't too different either. I think this flavor has more funk than the last one. I would agree. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's still kind of, it's like what we were asking for the last one, to for it to be a little more funky. This is what this one did, except it's still got the same flavor to me. And it's it's got a kind of a dry, bitter finish. That the other one didn't have. Yes. Like this one reminds me of if you eat a big thing of Swiss cheese, because that's not a very like, that's not a very pungent cheese, but it's one that really dries you out. Yeah. 
So this one. That's what she said. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Which I was expecting to be opposite because you know, when we read through the description of the two strains, the first one, Brett B, was the one that was supposed to be like cheesy, rotten, whatever. With uh, But in such a low blanket. amount, maybe the the base beer style kind of took over. <clears throat> in this one, I think the the bitterness plays a huge part. Yes. In in why it's different, I don't know if that has anything to do with the Brett C versus Brett B, but it's definitely the, there. The hops, maybe. Yeah, I do agree with the description of it being brighter than the last one, mm-hmm. because it's it's certainly more present. All the flavors that we expected in the last one are coming out in this one even more. Right. Um, and we did get a little more fruit, as you mentioned, lemongrass. Um, still has lots of funk. Right. Not as easy to drink as the first one, but it's also 8.1%. And. What, do you get any heat? Any warming the at back, all? In the back no. of the tongue, in the throat, kind of a little bit. Hmm. But like a- after. Because I don't, I don't notice a difference in the alcohol level between the two. I notice just a slight difference. Yeah. Personally. Comparing them side by side, yeah, you, you can see a little bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I'd say medium body. Okay. I agree. It's, it's not still, nearly as light as the first one. Yeah, nope. I go more with a light medium body. Yeah, uh, than a medium. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a little uh, heftier than the last one. Are the carbonation levels the same? I think so. Pretty similar. Yeah, much less refreshing than the last one. Yeah, a lot more of that Brett character though. You know, I I kind of disagree with that. I think the the hops make it a little more refreshing <coughs> to me. Um. Well, really, in, in in a way, yeah. I think the 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 higher level of, for this style, anyway, the higher level of bitterness detracts from the refreshing nature of it. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah, I mean, when I'm drinking an IPA, it's super hoppy and super bitter. Yeah, it's really refreshing. Mm-hmm. But I think when you add bitterness to the funk, it's not as um, not as much of a harmonious marriage. Okay. I still don't have this as a drop. I will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get it down. No, you think so? Eh, no. <laughs> Not really. Eh. All right. Poundability? My poundability rating. <laughs> Eight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall to like seven or six. I'm going to say seven. I'm dropping to a six. Yeah. It's good. It's just there's a lot more going on, which yeah. is exactly what we wanted. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit more hefty. <clears throat> Got what we asked for. Yeah. Can't disagree with that. Well, we have two more, and they're both the on the hoppier side of Brett beers. Mm. So Yay. we should see a little bit of change. <laughs> All right. Well, next up is uh, Stone Brett IPA, and it says, enjoy after 12, 26, 15. Whoa. Um. <laughs> so, ah, and today is January um, 10th, 2017. Yeah. So this says second edition, cellaring tips, recommended aging until 122615. Tips and tidbits? Sure. Okay. Bottom. Do not refrigerate. Really? Oops. Store between 50 and 70 degrees. Is this a farmhouse? Ew. Keep out of direct sunlight. No, it's IPA. Oh, that's right. Uh, the uh, ones are the ones that are 
uh, fermented hotter. Warmer, right? yeah. Yeah. So it says, really? Cellar and IPA? And they say, yes. What you hold in your hands is an experiment. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this when IPA. When I was in college, I first started experimenting. This IPA is spiked at bottling with Britannomyces, a wild yeast that over time brings about charmingly unpredictable complexities of spice, funk, acidity, and more. The operative words in our beer cellaring thesis are over time. For those of you who are impatient or like to experiment, the earliest we recommend sampling this beer is 122614. Wait, what? Yeah. So a year before that. Yeah. So it was supposed to age for a year, and it aged for at least two. Hey, Travis, when did when did you buy this beer? No, we didn't. This oh, we, is one we brought back from the Christmas party. We stole, this year? We yeah. Stole this? Oh. This? This next week? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the beer won't be fully carbonated until that date. Okay, so it was oh. it was brewed end of 2014. Oh. Uh, ideally, you'll want to cellar the beer up to or beyond the enjoy after date to help it reach its full evolutionary potential. At that point, some facets of the Brett characters uh, will have mellowed, while others will become more profound. It all matures into a fascinating and delicious culmination. Individual results may vary. That's what both the beauty and the intent behind this beer. Okay. So it was supposed to age for at least a year. And it aged for two. Sweet. Brewed in 2014. We're drinking it in 2017. Yeah. And it's an IPA. In the year 2017. Yeah, so this will be interesting. Well, appearance is very sedimenty. I have floaties. I do too. The head's super um, rocky. A mixture of big chunks and little chunks. I of, actually don't have floaties, Travis. You must have got the top. What? I poured some in yours. <laughs> I don't see them floating. I've got a lot of floaties. I don't know. Bottom. I got a couple that have sank to the bottom. That looks hot. I have a crap load. <laughs> it Define smells. Crap load. Was that a measurement? Actually, butt load is an actual measurement. Yeah. I found this out last night. Yeah, well, I was with you. <laughs> I know. 126 gallons, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. A lot of butt. That was a poop load. joke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Big white foamy head. Yep. Rocky. Look at mine. It's super rocky. That persists. Yep. Is this a headstand? Persists. It, it is the, the headstand. Uh, leaves the Belgian lacing on Ooh, the side. I've got chunks in the foam. In the, in the head. Tiny bubbles. <clears throat> Ooh. He's got floaties in his head. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a personal problem. You yeah, might want to see a doctor about that. Um, the aroma is very similar to the other two. Yeah, some I would citrus, agree. lemongrass, some funk. Yeah. That's about it. I think it's it's a, actually smells a little lighter than the other two, in my opinion. Do you get any hops Sounds in the aroma? Strong. Absolutely not. Yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, no. if the, if they are there, then it's more of the like floral, right, grassy True. type rather than the citrus or, or resiny. Mm-hmm. This is. Oh. <clears throat> I like this beer. It's good, but it's it's got the the funkiness is a this is like old hay funkiness. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think that's spot on. Yep, spot on, spot on. I smell a little bit of wood. Oh, sorry, I'm too close to you. I <laughs> I do get some some hop 
notes in the flavor for sure. The bitterness in the citrus, like the pine, is definitely there. Uh, and then it yeah. gives way to a strong bitterness in the finish. Yeah, this has the probably the highest bitterness of all the ones we've had today, easily. But I think the yeah. last one was drier. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It was drier. This one's just bitter. Just bitter. The last one was drier. And I guess I guess it was the dryness that I didn't really like about the last one. Mm-hmm. Because with this one, I'm okay with the bitterness level. Okay. Interestingly, maybe it was enough, a combination of the two. Like the Brett funky notes are not over the top on this one. Mm. I thought the longer it sits, probably the more it would just start to accrue. But that's not the case. Maybe it mellowed. I bet if we had it on twelve twenty six fifteen, like it said, it would have had a lot of Brett character. It turned into chunks. But I think since we let it sit, or whoever, let it sit for another year. Yeah. I'm also not disappointed in that. No. I This is really good. I like this. And I'm kind of hit or miss with stone beers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've had some pretty bad stone beers mm-hmm. that I just I would never buy again. Um, I have too. I think the stone IPA I'm not really a fan of. But the Stone Brett IPA. <laughs> I like this, and I also have a Aged m- one. major announcement. Are you pregnant? No. Oh, we could be preggo buddies. Oh, man. I have a major announcement. Uh-oh. Are you pregnant? <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> you shouldn't be drinking beer if you're pregnant. I'm not sire. pregnant. It can it. hurt your baby's brain. <laughs> Did you meet Brett? Baby oh. making is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet Brett? No. Was he cute? No. I saw my first Brett. Randall at Blue Bonnet last year. <laughs> was he cute? <laughs> I'm buzzed. That was your major announcement? Yes. I, that's not a major. That's like a a weekly occurrence for you. Well, true, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, did like we say. Drunk. <laughs> did we say what the uh, ABB is? Oh, no. AVB? 7%. Wow. Huh. 7% AVB. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wonder if that's still accurate even after aging it for two years. It might have gone up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it might have gone up. Up? Okay. It wouldn't go down. Okay. So, okay, uh, that that leads me to a question that doesn't have to do with this particular beer, but just in general about beer. Mm. So I did my Belgian Double, all right? Mm. And it didn't ferment all the way out like I wanted it to. Mm. But I tasted it, and I got quite a bit of heat off of it, a lot more than you would taste from 5.5%. So is, is it possible that it could have gone up on its own? Well, or you fermented too hot. Mm. If you ferment above... Normal fermenting temperatures, and you'll you'll get more fusel alcohols. Is that the same thing as getting heat? Yes. Oh, <laughs> getting more alcohol. Yeah, like fusel alcohols is moonshine. I the see. ones that just burn. But is it still a higher alcohol though? Not necessarily. No. You could still have a, a I wouldn't say low, but relatively low, like five six percent beer. That's and if it fermented yeah. too hot, then it's going to feel hotter than it is. I see. Okay. Hmm. That may be what it is then. I don't know. Parker said he was buzzed off of one glass of it, so uh, I don't know. Your brother, right? Yeah. Not me. Was he high? No. (laughs) Shockingly enough. Anyway, back back to the stone. Yeah, my bad. Just curious. It's a good question. I mean, I I wonder the same thing sometimes, too. Um, This. I like this beer. As far as poundability. Poundability at 10. Nah, I wouldn't go as far as a 10. <laughs> Are you um, 
Yeah, I, I would actually. This one would be lower than the last one. Last one was a eight. I think this is higher than the last one for me. No, it, there, there's too much hot bite. That's what I like about it. Yeah. See, and I, and I <laughs> usually the that that bite isn't kind of holds me back from pounding beer. Mm. So I'd pound so the crap out of it. That's so, what she said. Yeah, she would. Um, so what'd you settle on? Six and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think I said six or seven on the last one. I think I'll probably do a seven or eight on this one. Okay. So it's a little bit more poundable, but yeah, still, still more. I'm going the opposite direction. I said six on the last one. This one's a five. Really? Yeah. Mm. Just like the the bitterness, the woody character, the heat, all of it compounded together. This is not poundable. I'm going to have to agree with Travis. This is definitely a five for me as well. It's just, it just feels a little hotter for some reason to me. Uh, it's just she said. a little bit more complex. Uh, so less poundable, but do you like it? I love it. Yeah, oh, this is abs- good. Travis. This is fantastic. It's flavorful. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's He a, doesn't like it. That's no. a fair answer. I mean, it's, yeah, it can no. still be flavorful and you don't have to like it. Yeah. I think it's my favorite one we've had so far. I was telling Sorry last night that Brett beers are not my favorite. Yeah, that's, he did uh, say that. Yeah, okay. It's not something that I really gravitate towards because it's not it's not sour. It's wild flavored. And yeah, I've it's, never really had one that's just kind of touched my heart. You know? Well, I haven't either, but it's different enough to where it's really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm kind of getting to the point where we've had just about everything. You've only had like 1,500 beers. No, I've had a lot more than that. <laughs> oh, I've only checked into 600 beers. Okay, 1,500 distinct beers. No, I've had a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah, dude, Untap is a recent thing. We've been drinking beers what is many, many years before Untapped came out. What are, What is my distinct on Untapped? Yeah. 1197. Oh, yeah, you probably had almost 2,000, I'm sure. I'm more than that. Because even, even in the rate beer days, mm-hmm. I would drink with Travis all the time, but... Him and Frada would be over there on the right beer checking stuff in. And I'm just sitting there like, I just want to drink the beer. I don't want to type 30, 50 characters. Yeah. Because they had a minimum character limit. That's For you to like rate it, you had to type. I was like, I don't want to do that. I just want to drink the beer. That's what I like about it. And Travis was up to like two or 3,000 on, on rate beer. Mm. Oh, my God. And that was before Untapped came out. Hey, just I'm just throwing this out there. I've only been doing this for a year, and I'm almost at 700. So I'm pretty proud of myself. Hey, I'm catching up to you. I'm just the, the whole point of that was you know we've had a lot of beers yeah. yeah Travis and I have had a lot of beers on rate beer I'm at 4,321 okay so there you go like and I said I don't rate the ones we have on the podcast because we're talking about it so I don't type it up okay so more than that. before I check into the beer that we're drinking right now does anyone want to guess what my check-ins are total 730 check-ins or distinct check-ins oh 800 Thirty-two. Thirteen hundred. Jeez. I don't know. Six, six, six. Oh! I'm going to check into something real quick. (laughs) The Schlitz. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so my my whole point behind that was Brett beers are different than just about everything else. You got regular beers, and then you got sour beers, but then you got Brett beers and those are different and i, I i'm kind of gravitating towards that because it's something different i agree but at the same time it's a different that i don't like 
Like it's a, this is cool. It's cool trying it, but I wouldn't go and just buy Brett beers because it's not something I would enjoy drinking. I'm See, with you. Yeah, I felt the same way about IPAs, and so did Travis when we first started drinking them. True. Yep. So your taste might change, and I, yes. I hated sour beers. True. Every time really? that we had a sour beer, I was like, "Oh, this is disgusting!" And now I can't get enough of them. Yeah, yeah just I'm like IPAs. Like I hated IPAs, and then I had a, a pivotal moment, and I could tell you what it is when I all of a sudden started liking IPAs. Yeah, let's talk about how he likes Mosaic IPAs. No, not that one. So they, <laughs> I actually had a your taste really, could change. You don't know. Really, yeah, I really don't like good body odor. Um, I got IPA. 10 gallons of it at home. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good IPA that I brought uh, from my trip that I did mm-hmm. uh, from Miss- Gulfport, Mississippi. It was really good. Uh, it it wasn't like a punch-in-your-face IPA. It was just a really, really good flavored IPA. It wasn't overwhelming at all. Hmm. So I really enjoyed that one. I wish cool. I could have it again, but I only had one can. So. Yeah. As far as the Brew Styles Untapped account, we've had 381 distinct beers, 403 check-ins. How does that work? Well, we've had um, a beer more than once on our podcast. Well, yeah, but 100 of them? <laughs> Not 100 of them. Well, close. Like uh, 20 of them. I, just, I guess I was just paying attention to the first number, 300 yeah. to 400. Okay. Anyway... All right, I think we got one more. Let's rock. Way to go, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was pretty lame. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, this next one uh, is our final one for the night. Um, this is from the brewery. Brewery. Wait, Chris has a question. Which one? The brewery. Well, yeah, but which one? The 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 brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the beer called? I can't steal his joke. <laughs> uh, this is the Tarot. Uh, this is Tarux. Uh, tarot. <laughs> uh, tarot. This is the good guy. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's uh, actually, I don't, I'm not really sure what the name is. It says Tarot, but then it says Humulus Tarot with Motuica hops. Oh, I don't. I've oh, so it's humulus taro. Humulus, yes, because they have a, they have a lot of different humulus beers. Oh, okay. It says hoppy Brettanomyces beer, hoppy funky dry, and then the uh, alcohol by volume is six point three percent, seven hundred fifty milliliters, one pint, nine point four fluid ounces. Brewed and bottled by Brewery Taro. Uh, cellar storage temp should be 55 degrees Fahrenheit or 13 degrees Celsius. Ideal serving temp 45 degrees Fahrenheit, 7 degrees Celsius. So it's not the brewery. No, it's this is brewery to row. Yeah, brewery. it doesn't say that. On, oh, yeah, it does. Yes, it does. I just read the label wrong. My bad. <laughs> and then it says best That's an offshoot from them. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, you have the brewery, and then you have. The same company did a separate building, a separate label line called the Brewery Tarot, which are all the like sour stuff. Did uh, you get $2 on your pants? Almost. Not yet. Almost. Um, and then it also it says... <laughs> it also says best served in a tulip or wine glass. Uh, I've got a regular glass. I have a tulip. I have wine glass. 
you've got a tulip. Sorry, you kind of have a tulip. <laughs> yeah, I have a Negro Modelo glass. That's <laughs> in the shape of a tulip. Yeah. It's a party. This is the Frato glass, but he's not yeah. here today. So anyways, that's that's my beer. I'm sorry, I know you said that. <laughs> I know you said what the ABV was. 6.3. Okay. Percent. Edge. So it This my, one looks like a mimosa. Yeah, it does. Yeah, or bit. maybe a screwdriver. Except yeah, mine still looks like a Hefeweizen. It looks like the same all the other ones did. No. Mine's actually a little clearer now. It's not... I don't have floaties. This one is fully <laughs> hazy to me. Okay. With uh, like a mix of dark orange and some golden colors. White foamy head. I mean, there's uh, there's lacing like left inside. Looks like a Hefeweizen. Or a mimosa or a <laughs> screwdriver. All, all of these work. Have you all smelt it yet? Yes. Did you drink it? Yes. I haven't drank it yet. I kind of get a dark fruit out of the aroma. I'm not sure. Mm. I get an off aroma. Yeah? An off smell. Off, off from Brett or just off, period? I don't know. It's because I'm trying to decide. I'm still getting the same citrus lemongrass. There's, I don't know. Brett there's kind of character. something weird at the end of the aroma. The it, end of the sniff. You know what I mean? That, that's why I, I was thinking I was getting dark fruit. Yeah, kind of when it. you said that, that's when I went back and smelled it again. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really fruit. getting dark fruit. Yeah, I don't think it is dark fruit. I think it might be something else. I don't know. It's, it's strange, though. Know. It's not, it's not you know, ridiculous, but no. it's there. Smell it's Eddie's weird. rim. Well, it's a little <laughs> different from that. <laughs> um, the taste. It reminds me of the first one we had a little bit. As far as, no. It smells similar one. to all the other ones. There yeah, are a lot it really of, does. A lot yeah. of same threads between all of them. Now, I but will... this one does smell the most bretty of all of them. Yeah, it does. And uh, that means you, anything. In, in what way? Yeah. What do you mean by that? <laughs> like, it's it's the most present, the most, I guess, intense, or it's there, hmm. of uh, of all, well, the, uh, the barnyard notes and hay and just kind of wild smelling things. Okay. You know, out of all the ones we've had, this one's been the most pleasant, I think, as far as uh, flavor. I would agree. It, it's not, like, foul to an extent. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't taste, like, uh, sour in a bad way. <clears throat> oh. Now, I will also say that this is actually a lot more hoppy than the previous one. Really? You think? In the In the flavor, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I like it, though. I think the last one was hoppier. This one's more bready. Uh, I think so Brett too. E. No, the bretty is there, but the hops are more pungent this time to me. Mm, I disagree. This one's we'll agree to disagree. Cleaner, <laughs> I think. Cleaner for a Brett? Yeah. yeah. Fabuloso! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't have all these other flavors kind of trying to, you know, put their, like, jump in as well. This is... Mm. Uh, well balanced. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, so harmonious marriage. Yeah, I would agree. There's a lot of good things happening, and they all are working together as opposed to working against each other. I'm getting more uh, fruity notes from this one than I have the other ones, and it's kind of a more pleasant fruitiness. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I was getting the dark fruit from. I I still think I get dark fruit in the aroma. It might not be like raisin or plum. But it's kind of the that's kind of the the aroma I think I'm getting. It's probably my favorite of the night. Yeah, same here. 
It, it's the most pleasant to drink, like I said earlier. It, I'd agree with that. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's rank these real quick. Okay, before we do poundability, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to say uh, the Tarot is my first favorite. Then the Stone. Uh, actually, I think it's just going to be the order and what we tasted, but backwards. Okay. <laughs> so, Tarot is my favorite. Uh, the first Prairie Artisan is my least favorite. I, I would go with Tarot, then the Brett C, then the Stone, and then the uh, Prairie Vue Francais. Hmm. I would go with the Stone. Because of the then, happiness. Yeah. yeah. Then the Brewery. Then the first Prairie. Hmm. And then the Brett C. <laughs> okay, Travis, what's the right answer? The correct answer is the Brewery Tarot, followed by the Prairie Vous Francois, hmm. followed by the Brett C, and then the Stone. Yeah, well, everybody IPA. knows that you hated the Stone. Well, you put the Stone last? Yeah. Did. did you not remember the whole conversation? He's like, this is gross. I don't know. It just tasted really good to me. I, I know. I liked it too. Okay, uh, do we have homebrew for this, <laughs> Brett? Oh, it's just a question. No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can buy Brett, right? Oh, yeah, Brett. Uh, yeah, available at your local homebrew friendly homebrew store. Okay. And then Brett. whenever you brew, your Brett beer is going to be variable by base style, and possibly cute. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Sweet. Anything else? I I think that's uh, about it. Yeah, okay. Um. I love you guys. Happy New Year's. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, that. From a couple weeks ago. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where we talked about the Brett beer. Brettomyces. Oh, sorry. Brettomyces. I skipped the T. Brettomyces. <laughs> Bombastic bitter bomb. <laughs> Join us next week for another brewery spotlight. When we check out Hot Fusion. Okay, bye. Cheers until then. Mm-hmm.